this is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Alan Condon with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, and I'm thrilled to be joined today by BJ Martini, CEO at Excel Health. BJ, pleasure to have you on the podcast with us today. Before we kick things off and dive into some questions, I'd love to turn the floor over to you to hear a little bit more about your role and your background at Excel Health. Thanks for having me on the podcast, Alan. Really appreciate your time today. Um, yeah, certainly. Uh, we have a new startup, ASC. Uh, it's combining with a lifestyle anti-aging longevity venture. Um, and uh, my background, I, I have an MBA in healthcare management. Actually, I'm also a licensed um, acupuncture physician uh, with an with a master's in Eastern medicine. Um, been working in, in healthcare for 31 years, uh, 26 of those years in spine and orthopedics uh, out of Philadelphia, Southern California, Florida, Washington, basically every corner of the United States, uh, seen many different markets. And the last 13 years, uh, I've spent primarily in surgery centers and growing uh, companies and forming companies in spine and orthopedics, pain management. Um, it started in 2010. Uh, I was working at, at a company called Laser Spine Institute in business development. And my role was to expand their service lines in spine surgery. Um, and I used uh, basically my, my history and, and, uh, and last 10 years prior to that in spine and orthopedics to advance their service lines and develop uh, fusion programs and motion preservation as well as biologic injection programs that um, were developed back in 2011. 2012. In fact, 2012, I think, was my first uh, Becker's conference. And, um, and it grew quite rapidly. Um, you know, Laser Spine Institute was an interesting concierge medicine. It was um, a lot of hospitality uh, with, incorporated into the structure. And we, uh, we developed a, a wonderful medical marketing program. Uh, those medical marketers are still uh, thriving today uh, throughout the U.S. And uh, is, it had a touch of medical tourism to it as well. And so we attracted many patients with back and, and neck issues uh, who were willing to travel to avoid fusions. Um, and, and we had a host of minimally invasive techniques, including endoscopy. Uh, the company grew uh, to about 300 million in revenue in 2016, it became an, a very attractive company. Um, which uh, a new PE, a new private equity firm, came in and bought the uh, majority of the company. The same private equity that um, ran the Cancer Treatment Centers of America, and so we sold. And um, and then in 2017, I I exited the company and and uh, started planning for a new ASC venture that included spine and orthopedics. And by 2020, right at the beginning of COVID, uh, we launched in Cincinnati called Best Health System. And now Best, Best Health, uh, so I, I worked with that as a 
as a, a, a co-founder for two years and we expanded to uh, Cleveland um, and then most recently I've uh, been excited to tell you guys about uh, our new venture uh, called Excel Health, uh, which we are now forming out on the west side of the United States, including uh, Honolulu, Hawaii, with one of our surgeon partners there. Fantastic. I mean, quite quite the interesting background, obviously, from your time, your experience uh, as a physician, uh, obviously at Laser Spine Institute, and now with this new venture, of course, really exciting, Excel Health. Um, I, I guess first and foremost, question that kind of jumps to mind, how has your experience working with, obviously, Laser Spine Institute uh, really informed your approach to Excel Health, not just maybe from a marketing standpoint, but also from a practice standpoint? And uh, what are you most excited about in terms of that venture right now? Yeah, uh, well, as it related to laser spine, um, gosh, you know, back in, in 2010, 12, 14, those years, we had such a wonderful team. Um, and it's exciting to watch all the growth that happened. It was a young team um, of executives. And, and so uh, it was exciting to, to, to grow. Um, you know, they basically g- gave me a, a blank canvas and said, you know, what would you bring in? What would you, you know, what, what procedures could we create? And we expanded the treatment algorithm vastly, which contributed to all of that growth. Um, and then that growth spawned into seven. So when I joined, we had three locations. Um, and then it um, all of the, uh, by expanding uh, the service lines, it, it kind of brings in access to, to other uh, diagnoses for, from the patients. And it expanded out to seven locations by 2016. So that it was it was an exciting time. Um, the the energy was was very high, you know, in that growth form. And I think any corporation can understand um, the excitement of, of of a growth like period like that. Uh, but now, um, you know, taking what we've learned and um, and improving upon it. So right now, there's there's many things that that um, that we're looking into. One of that is is taking spine and orthopedics and looking at it in a different lens, looking at it in the lens of anti-aging effects. So how can we prevent, how can we um, encourage uh, spine health, orthopedic health, but looking at it from an anti-aging, and that's why we're going to bring in a whole cosmetic side, a non-surgical side um, of a company. So uh, we have a, a great uh, chief medical officer um, out of Seattle, Washington, named Dr. Jeffrey Rowe, and um, and we're we've developed this this kind of a, a new trend where we're going to include um, uh, another company. I'm not going to say the name just yet as we formulate this, uh, but uh, we're going to launch our first site with a, a neurosurgeon out of Honolulu named. Dr. Thomas No, uh, he's a wonderful neurosurgeon, minimally invasive techniques, you know, an outside the box thinker, and um, and is open to accept these these kind of new changes that we're bringing in. So again, we're thinking longevity of of the body, um, anti aging. It's a, it's kind of a lifestyle company when you when you look at it from that standpoint. Um, and so all the non invasive techniques will bring in cosmetics. Of course, there's the the aspect um, that will include uh, types of laser treatments and fillers and and, um, and things that make that allow people to feel great about themselves, to look great. And 
when you include that with, um, with spine orthopedic people that are in chronic pain, uh, it's, it's actually a wonderful mix of the two. So, um, you know, really we want people to feel great. We're going to stick to what we're great at as well, which is, um, minimally invasive and endoscopic spine procedures. And we're going to keep that within the, the surgery center, um, uh, style. So in, 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 during our launch here, um, some other things, if, uh, if we were to look at, uh, you know, some of the top three trends, I, I, I think anti-aging effects of spine and ortho is, is certainly one of them. And we're going to want to lead that by incorporating um, the non-cosmetic, non-surg or the cosmetic and non-surgical side of the business. Um, secondly, of course, telemed, you know, COVID-19 really brought the rise of telemedicine mm-hmm. and virtual care. And as we think about it from the perspective, I was actually finishing my MBA during COVID. And one of the ask, one of the, the difficult challenges we needed to solve were how do we get to inner cities? How do we get to the rural areas and, and create the same quality that we get in other suburban areas or, or other parts of cities? You know, cities are, are, are vast. When you look at Chicago, there's areas that uh, get great care and there's other areas that get suboptimal care. So how do you even that out, you know, in an, even in an inner city? Um, and one of those ways is, is through telemed and virtual care. But there were so many regulatory hurdles that uh, were broken down during COVID that really pushed for telemed um, and virtual care to come to the forefront. So that was a huge positive. Uh, if we were looking at positives of COVID-19, I don't know that there are many, but certainly this was one of them. To break down those regulatory barriers and really uh, um, allow us to just provide access to the areas that are suffering in quality care. And then the last, and part of that actually is now AI, right? That's AI is everywhere now. Um, it's, it's, and it's only very recent. So, you know, it's data-driven decisions that we can take in healthcare, how do we, you know, so what's going to require good results from, from artificial intelligence is actually good data that's, that's plugged in, right? Good data in equals good data out. So we have to, we have to think in, in lines of where are we pulling the data from what, you know, and, and load these systems with those quality um, data that, that, will help personalize the treatment plans for each individual. And that's really the goal, right? You, Alan, are, are a unique person, and, and we want to um, provide as much data in there that's going to give you the best result on the other side and certainly reset the standards in, in medicine. In spine orthopedics, it's, it's very similar um, in that said. And, of course, uh, lastly is, uh, on the top three trends that we're focused on are is the concierge medicine side mm-hmm. of um, so when you look at it from the delivery of treatment uh, patients when they arrive they're treated almost like walking into a Ritz hotel um, or Four Seasons right it, they they are hand carried all through the process there are no late appointments we 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 you know. We, we will treat them as if they're a member of a, of a membership club. And it doesn't matter where they come from. It doesn't matter 
what part of the United States or even the, what part of the world uh, that they're going to come in from. And uh, but they're going to be treated uh, with with utmost respect. And if you can imagine, it's just it's just like being, uh, you know, walking into a, a, a fine hospitality. In fact, some of the, the staff that we're hiring uh, come from nice hotels in Honolulu um, who will also be a part of the team. And then we'll as we spread to each market, um, you know, these types of individuals just know how to care and empathize with with patients and and if they're struggling if there if there's an any issue um, they're able to resolve it much quicker than um, typically in, in in healthcare we have you know a lot of cogs in the wheels that are that are holding things up and so that we found that the concierge style is uh, is certainly a way to free that up and deliver um, great patient experience. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, really fascinating to hear everything you're focusing on in terms of the, obviously that it's trying to be the, the Ritz Carlton, I guess, of ASCs and really focusing on the cosmetic and minimally invasive aspect of spine surgery. Also kind of touched on some of the, the explosion of telemed and virtual health there. Really, really exciting time in healthcare across the board, but also specifically in the ASC space. Um, and I guess I wanted to get your thoughts on obviously no secret to you or me or anyone in healthcare that we've seen steadily over the last decade or so um, procedures such as especially high acuity procedures, orthopedics, spine surgery, really moving away from inpatient settings, hospitals, towards outpatient settings, ASCs. Um, Seems like it was potentially accelerated during the pandemic when everything was happening now. But uh, what's your sense of how big this opportunity is, particularly in the ASC space for uh, the likes of these more minimally invasive surgeries, such as endoscopic spine surgery, like you mentioned earlier on. Um, what's your sense of how, how many of these procedures will be transferred to the ASC space and, and what's going to be left for hospitals five, 10 years down the line in your view? Yeah. So, you know, it's funny when we, when I, when I live and breathe in the ASC space, you know, it, it's it sometimes I've, gotten away from the whole hospital space and, and understanding what, what those percentages of transfer will be um, because, you know, I'm looking at it from a global market of if there's 1.2 million, let's say there's 1.2, 1.6 million spine procedures a year. Um, I'm, I'm looking at it from, well, we actually had 1% of that volume when we were at Laser Spine Institute performing, you know, about 14,000 procedures per year. And it all wow. matters where, where you locate yourself, um, you know, and, you know, again, back then, not necessarily AI, but it was data driven. So the marketing where the phone calls are coming from, we're going to be utilizing that same advanced marketing. Um, again, I, my, my colleagues currently right now are the same colleagues from the marketing perspective that let's just face it, laser spine was the best at creating that medical marketing. They were wonderful at it. And, Eventually, and by 2014-15, we had a whole TV um, campaign that went nationwide. Um, now, those are very expensive things. So, but you know, we have to scale it down, of course, in the beginning here. Um, but you know, what helped back in 2012 when we were already event? We were looked at kind of funny. If you can imagine, um, you know, the best credible uh, spine surgeons in the United States. We're looking, well, hey, how are you doing procedures, spine surgeries in, in 
the uh, ASC and, and your, your laser spine. So you must be just doing laser procedure. That was not it at all. It, it was, uh, uh, unfortunately, it was well misunderstood. Uh, we were actually performing decompressions and fusions uh, many times uh, with the help of endoscope or microscopes. Um, and, but now, you know, that was driven by technology. Right. So if we were to look at today and it's still a part of technology, but how is it advanced? Oh, well, now we have, um, you know, back then it was basically one big market um, using uh, robotics in spine surgery. And now we have about a half dozen um, opportunities to choose which robots that we want to use, the, the type of uh, GPS that's used to, to integrate the um, the imaging into the system and accurately look at the anatomy of the body of that patient and come up with a, a treatment plan. We also are now incorporating endoscopy with fusion, true endoscopy, you know, where uh, we're using seven millimeter portals that um, then can, you can help uh, with a decompression, uh, discectomy, and then uh, the introduction of, of implants through these very tiny portals uh, while using the, the navigation and uh, robotics, as well as the safety precautions of uh, neuromonitoring uh, during the procedure. Now, it sounds expensive, and it is. It's a lot of capital. So that's why it's been taking us a little uh, longer to start up, because we want to start with all the advanced um, technology that hospitals usually easily afford, right? If, the, if a hospital is mm -hmm. not using this type of technology, they're just not keeping up, uh, especially with demand in, the, in their local market. Uh, and imagine now an independent ambulatory surgery center that wants to compete with that. And think about our revenue. Our reimbursements are much lower. Um, it's, it's hard to keep up with revenue, similar to a hospital, because a hospital gets much higher reimbursements per procedure, and we do not. And so it demands us to think creatively and to how well to capitalize uh, the company in the beginning so we can immediately compete with hospitals um, that have similar technology. And when you advance, and one thing I know that will do much better than a hospital certainly is um, all the safety aspects when it comes to quality, when it comes to uh, infection rates and um, overnight stays, we don't have an overnight stay, right? It's a surgery center. So patients who come in will leave the same day. And our concierge side, our hospitality and patient experience side, doesn't just let them leave. You know, we keep them close. They, it's mandated. We, we, they must stay within, you know, 10 minutes of our surgery center. So we have set up partners with really nice hotels in the area that give the patients a great discount. Um, and if you can imagine, if you've ever been to Waikiki Beach or Honolulu or, or, or uh, any part of Hawaii, for that matter, uh, it's surrounded by beaches. So, we, you know, we have the opportunity to really treat patients well and give them, you know, a, a luxury feel while we're taking care of their issues. Yeah, unfortunately, I've never had the pleasure as yet to have been to Waikiki, but I've got a trip planned coming up with my wife shortly this year. So that's what I'm looking forward to, of course. <laughs> Beautiful. I mean, really fascinating. I love kind of talking about the the, the technology technology aspect of spine surgery in terms of just robotics, endoscopic spine surgery, not just that, but the real concierge white glove service that your ASC no doubt will be providing. 
really, really exciting, fascinating time for you and, and, and Excel Health. Really, really can't wait to kind of pick your brains and see where you are this time in 12 months down the line. And we'll be sure to keep in touch and see how, how the growth goes along there. BJ, absolute pleasure mm-hmm. to talk to you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you, Alan. Appreciate your time. It was such a pleasure. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way. Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.